This episode of Contracting Conversations is brought to you by BSCAI's Purchase Advantage Program. Find out how BSCAI members can save 35% on brand name products, including chemicals, paper, equipment, and more. Visit bscaiorg savings. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, a podcast series from BSCAI. Through a series of interviews with entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives, this podcast aims to provide insights, trends, and tactics to support the growth and development of business owners serving the contract cleaning and facility maintenance industry. Welcome to Contracting Conversations, the official podcast of BSEAI. I am your host, Kate Jacobson. On today's episode, we have Michael Diamond, CBSE, owner and managing partner of Connecticut-based Affinico LLC. He is also a past president of BSEAI. Recently, several members of his company completed the BSEAI Certified Site Supervisor Certificate, which helps build leaders and prepares managers in a variety of ways. We discuss what the CSS is and why it's been invaluable to him, especially in light of COVID-19. Support for Contracting Conversations comes from our premier partners, 3M, Diversi, and Karcher. Learn more about our partners and their category-leading solutions for contractors at bscaiorg partners. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, you know, we're talking the Certified Site Supervisor Certificate. Uh, it's something that you guys have really put some time and effort into. Several of your employees have sought to get that. Um, certificate. Can you kind of tell me, you know, what's been your process implementing this into your company? So I was excited when I heard that BSCI was going to be introducing the certified site supervisor training modules. Uh, we've embraced um, RBSM and CBSC for executives in the past, but we were looking for something to help train our employees uh, both in the supervisory level in the field as well as area supervisors. And uh, we uh, embrace this, and we've now distributed it to most of our people in those labor categories. And we're, we're working with them to train them, educate them, and make sure we have a level playing field on what they know uh, and how to perform their jobs on many different levels. And you said you have about 30 people that have gone through this program. Is that correct? Yes. We have a lot more people we may roll it out to, but we started with 30 of our key people. And when you guys were going through and identifying people that this might benefit, what was the process there? Um, basically, it was looking at some new people that we wanted to uh, onboard and make sure that they had the same industry knowledge as some of our more seasoned uh, managers and supervisors that are in the field, as well as some of our seasoned people that we wanted to make sure we had a level playing field for what they were uh, approaching, how they were, how they were working with the people within their departments and their geographies to be able to help service uh, the customers. A lot of this, like you said, is it's kind of reinforcing a lot of things that those site supervisors are probably already doing, whether they're kind of a new site supervisor or an experienced site supervisor, there's a lot of training that's involved 
um, to reinforce good habits, to reinforce good procedures. Um, have you found that it's, it's been key to helping people like either, like I said, kind of reinforce what they're already doing to train up? Um, yes, I mean, I think, first of all, we put a little incentive in place for people to, to take the, um, the testing. Um, we, we're giving them $100 if they pass. Oh, and nice. uh, so they're excited to do something to help elevate their own careers as well as a little money in their pocket to thank them for doing it and taking the time to do it as well. Um, and so, you know, we feel that by it, it sort of gets a good baseline of a, a general overview of all the things that they may deal with within their job um, and helps them understand from an industry perspective what the industry expectations are. And then we overlay that with some of our own company training so that we talk to them about how we want certain processes and procedures to do uh, to be followed within our own company. So it's kind of like doing a amalgamation of all of the different things to make sure not only are they industry specific, but they're company specific as well. Correct. Um, and, I, and I think that it's, it's been beneficial because, you know, we probably about half the people completed already and they're proud that they've done something that's gotten them an industry certification as well as we're proud of them for doing it. We're promoting it to our clients that uh, we have certified people, uh, certified supervisors um, that have a level uh, base of knowledge that will help them to, uh, to do the jobs for them and perform for the clients that we're servicing. I know you mentioned that you guys have done a lot of, of work with the CBSE and the RBSM certifications already. Um, and like you just said, mentioned, it's, it's not only can you make somebody feel good about their own professional development, but you can also make your clients realize like, hey, we, we've gone through the training. We understand the importance of industry standards. How do you think the CSS is going to uh, factor into that when you're talking to your clients. We have the CBSE, we have the RBSM, and now we have the CSS. We're at all levels of higher management and middle management. We've got people that are trained to do the job. Yes, we, we've worked, and actually we're doing a couple different certifications at the same time now. There's a couple other industry associations that work on COVID and, and high sanitization work. So we're, we're going through that process as well. Our, our team right now feels like they're being overwhelmed with different trainings, <laughs> but they're all valuable. And we think it validates to our customers that we know what we're talking about and that we have people that know the industry and know what they're doing. So the CSS really speaks more towards um, you know, industry standards and uh, regular commercial cleaning, um, whereas some of the other certifications we're working on uh, may be more given towards sanitization and other services that are required because of this pandemic. Speaking of the pandemic, have you found that you've, that it's been kind of a good time to do this training because there's been kind of fluctuations in work or have you guys been really, really busy? Oh, we've been busy on one front where we've had a lot of extra sanitizations and other services that people need, but we've been slower because the building occupancy or attendance by the building occupants is down. So we do have some time and some capacity, and we've tried to use that time to have people get training at the moment. Um, so that we, we had already taken them through our own uh, company um, uh, trainings, but this also was another certification that would help them from an industry perspective, and we thought use the time that they have now to do it. So most of the team that we've had go through this already has used um, time they have available because of some of the slower time that we have with clients that have less occupancy in their buildings. Yeah, we've heard that from a lot of BSCs. They're like, you know, we're not going to just sit back and we're going to use this time to be productive and like what a no better way to kind of reinforce some of the important parts of cleaning 
like you said, um, than by training your employees up and, and incentivizing them to do so. Yes. Um, for, for you personally, why do you think education is such an important part of your company culture? Well, I remember a phrase years ago, I heard at one of the contracts and success seminars that uh, I, I can't remember who exactly who said it, so I should attribute them, but, uh, <laughs> but they said, you know, sometimes companies are afraid to train people because they might train them and then they'll leave for a, a different job. And then their response to that was, well, what if you don't train them and they stay? Um, so obviously we want to have them trained doing the work that we want them to do for us, how we want them to do it for us. And so we think training is an integral part of making sure people are aware of a lot of the things that the CSS includes. And I mean, you you have a CBSE. Uh, how has it, how for you personally has it, has education helped improve your own life? Well, I think it's helped me and we have, uh, I think at least a half a dozen people in the company now with um, uh, CBSEs and a few with RBSMs. Um, and uh, those are more of our executive level folks. Mm -hmm. um, number one, it's helped me, I believe, because uh, I feel comfortable knowing everything within the industry and I have a third party, the BSCAI, uh, endorsing the fact that I had enough knowledge to be able to get the certific certification. I have clients that ask me when they see it on my business card, what does that mean? And I equate it to, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, someone wouldn't necessarily hire a, uh, an accountant that doesn't have a CPA degree to do their work and that you know, in our industry, the CBSC and RBSM is that certification uh, equivalent to an accountant. And if you want someone caring for your building, you want someone that you know knows what they're doing. And this is a certification that I received and, and studied for. Uh, it was an eight-hour test, and it helped us to be able to, to show I know what I'm talking about and right. that customers can trust us to do the work within their building. I know there's been a lot of conversations about how customer trust is going to be so important because of COVID. You know, people are super concerned about their buildings being clean, about their employees being safe, and having that extra oomph to say, not only can I clean your building and here's how I'm going to do it and here's the products I'm using, but like you can guarantee that you're getting a quality service from our people because we have those certifications. Yeah, we're going to, we're in the process of creating some documentation around the number of certifications we have, both CBSE, RBSM, the CSS, as well as uh, some of the uh, standardization certifications that we're getting. That's incredible. And I think it's powerful if we say we have 30 or 40 or 50 CSS certified uh, supervisors in the field. Uh, it, just, it just shows that we've made a, a commitment to training as well as uh, we have qualified staff. Yeah. And if, if, so if I'm, you know, if I'm a BSC and I'm like, you know, I don't really know if this is worth my time. It seems like it's a lot of money or a lot of energy. What would you say to that person to maybe convince them to take the CSS? I think it's a good baseline to make sure that customer or that, that employees and supervisors understand the, the, the nuts and bolts of the industry. Um, you know, I, looking through the modules that are there, a module about hiring and firing, setting some basic principles that people can, uh, can work with and understand the philosophy of what it takes to hire and fire in the industry. Um, how to motivate, how to train is a different module. And, uh, you know, that's a key part of what we're doing is training our people on how to follow a process, both the supervisors through CSS, but then also the field workers that have to be trained on how to clean. Um, you know, a variety of other things in the, in the CSS outline 
um, include uh, you know personnel policies and the basics of personnel. So every company has their own specific policies, but you know this gives an overview of what some of the things that uh, like discrimination laws and how to uh, deal with sexual harassment cases and how to work with a variety of other things under different laws that apply to personnel. Right. Um, a couple of the other modules that I like also is, you know, safety and security has become paramount with a lot of our clients and with our own company. Insurance costs, I think, are going to get affected greatly with COVID and how we continue to keep our people safe, not just with PPE, but also with how we uh, teach them, you know, lifting and um, uh, wet floor signs, slip and falls, a variety of different safety issues, uh, having modules within CSS, I think help our supervisor understand the importance of this. Right. Um, and then a couple other modules about floor care, carpet care, chemical usage, uh, office cleaning, uh, and specialty cleaning are all valuable tools for them to hear from an industry perspective what's, uh, what's being done in the industry and what they should be aware of. And also it, it leads to the questions that they come back to their immediate supervisors within our company of, you know, what is our policies on these things? If they're different from the industry approach, what's, what's best? Right. That's what I, I mean, that's what I personally like about the CSS is that it's a mixture of not only like just good manage, management tools, like you said, talking about leadership, talking about um, hiring, firing, those kind of things, but it also focuses on the act of cleaning. I, I know that there's a lot of companies that they have really strong uh, janitorial staff or they have really strong people that kind of come in from the ground up and become site supervisors and they may not have they may have that technical knowledge but they don't have that background of managerial training yeah many of the leaders in our organization have come from the field they've they've worked their way up and they've grown from uh, positions that they might have started when they immigrated here to the country um, and or their their first generation they started as a kid or uh, you know, some in the in the industry, and they've grown, and uh, they are now in positions of leadership and positions of supervisory roles. And so, this also helps to show them, you know, a variety of things that they could be doing, and it helps them elevate and continue to grow. Yeah. So, what's I mean, what's up next for you guys? Are you going to keep pumping out these CSS? I mean, you've already got thirty people. That's a pretty incredible number. Yeah, I mean, we're going to continue to roll it out. Um, we like the survey and the test, and we want to we want to make it part of a staple of how we uh, onboard new people that we bring on, mm -hmm. as well as as I say, then bring in our proprietary uh, company specific uh, training materials that help them do their jobs. That's great. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? Anything else you want people to know about the importance of certifications? No, I think you know. Other people that are using this, the more the industry elevates this, the more we have clients respect it and desire it. And the more that we continue to grow this uh, type of training and our, elevate our image, I think what's going on with COVID right now and um, having people look for companies that know how to sanitize and do the work creates more value to our industry. And so I think certifications and training and validation that we know what we're doing uh, can only help our industry go from being what some people sometimes view as a cheap commodity to being a skilled, valued uh, service. Right. And most of the large customers that we do work with appreciate that. It's really growing that knowledge and that feeling amongst all the customers in our industry. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think COVID-19 has totally changed the stage for how we view 
uh, sanitation and janitorial companies. I just think people before kind of saw them as these vanity companies, you know, where they make your they make your office look good. But now it's like, no, these are essential workers. They're they're doing an essential job. And I think you're totally right. It's going to totally change everybody's perspective of the importance of having a qualified cleaning company. You know, it's interesting. Over the years, I've attended a lot of the uh, annual contracting success seminars, the executive management seminars, uh, even the CEO seminars. And I come back with a wealth of knowledge and obviously a lot of networking and information I get out of it. But applying that, uh, people in my office would joke that I, I come home and I have a list of things to do. Um, but now they could see when they're doing the CBSEs and the RBSMs and now the CSS that there's a whole other level of training that they can have the same kind of training remotely through uh, online training. And so I think that it's valuable that we can get this out to the industry and certainly to the people within our company. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. We really appreciate your insight. And uh, if people are looking for you, how can they find you? Our website's affinico.com, A-F-F-I-N-E-C-O.com. And uh, we're a contractor based in the Northeast, New York, uh, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Nice. And um, um, we appreciate everybody's good work out there. Thank you for listening to this episode of Contracting Conversations from BSCAI. If you liked what you heard and you want to find out more or to listen to previous episodes, head over to bscaiorg podcast. There you can also subscribe to our newsletter so you never miss industry news, updates, and great tips. Subscribe to Contracting Conversations on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and learn more about our community on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube.